Ladies and gentlemen of the Twin Cities, it's now the moment you've been waiting for. This is your local artist spotlight. This week we got Big CMJ, Christopher Michael Jensen in the studio. How we doing? Hello, what's up? Nothing, just sweating up a storm. This is pretty nice out. uh... I'm wearing a jacket, people, so I'm sweaty. (laughs) That's how we like it. Um, thank you again for taking out the time to come and chat with us, yeah, share some of your you music, even further with the Twin Cities. You're, uh, Absolutely. D- in my opinion, a pillar of local music. So oh, thank it's, you. it's an honor to have you on the show. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. How are you guys doing? Oh, we're doing it. We're loving it. We're, uh, well, in the middle of a great show right now, probably. And, uh... You know, looking just living the dream. Exactly. Looking forward to the weekend. Looking forward to all these dope uh, shows coming up. Very, very true. Um, we've got some questions for you, man. If dope. You're, if I was like enjoying this like funky instrumental here. This is this is pretty this, much our jam. We had like the show's <laughs> instrumental. Does this play the whole show? Every well, whenever we're talking. <laughs> Right on. I don't know if it was just like an intro and then it like faded out or if it just like kept going. I like it. It can fade out. No, no, no. I like it. Let's I keep it going. I can fade it up when it gets dramatic. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's turn it up. <laughs> no, this is good. All right. Well, we're going to hop right in. What is kind of like, I know um, it's like a co- comic book origin story. How did you come to start making music? And before going by CMJ, were you known by any other? I So I started... Uh, rapping when I was 13 years old, um, which was back in the year 2000. I was in seventh grade. Um, my brother kind of got me into hip hop. Um, I feel like you should turn it down a little bit now. It's a little loud. It's <laughs> there you go. That's a, that, that's a good volume. <laughs> uh, no, um, yeah, my brother got me into hip hop when I was 13. And like this was like around the time when um, like Napster had just come out, so like mm. you know it was all of a sudden like we had all these like MP3s on like our family computer, and like my brother had all these albums, so like it was very easy for me just to like sit at the computer when I at night or whatever like during the day when I was like on the internet, um, you know probably using the dial-up connection that we had at the time and. Uh, <laughs> You know, just listen to all these MP3s and files, and like I would drive around with him, and he was like burning mix CDs, and um, so I was just kind of getting into hip hop from there, and like, so like slowly after that, I started like writing raps myself. They were not good, <laughs> um, you know, recording little things on like a handheld tape recorder. Um, again, not good, and then shortly after that, my brother got um, like a a, a music like it was kind of like like the first when when like homemade music programs were kind of coming out where you could like you know make beats like loop like it was like a like a loop based beat program cool um and like so you could kind of record on your computer and make songs and then like you know bounce them to waves mp3s um so like that was kind of like the first start of all that so i was like getting so it was like the perfect time for me to get into it because i was kind of able to do that kind of stuff myself um and again, the early wish was not good, um, but like, you know, you have to start somewhere. I was 13 years old. Um, and then first time ever rapping on stage, I was 14. Um, my brother, I, I rapped with my brother and his friends at like one of their talent shows, um, in like one of their high school talent shows. My, my brother's four years older than me. So like What's I said, his I started, artist name or what was it at the time of the talent show? I think it was uh, Jay Rilla. And my name was Pent, which didn't even really mean anything. Um, again, we were very young. Um, yeah, yeah. It wasn't even like we were like at like a serious point with it. It was just you know kind of like sort of sillier raps. And yeah, and, um, yeah. But like, um, yeah, it was just whoa. There we go. It was uh, yeah. So I mean, I kind of started like I said really young, and then. Um, just as the years went by like i kind of started taking it more seriously and mm-hmm. kind of getting you know writing more serious raps um recorded more and again a lot of the material still wasn't good but there was certainly like the first few years you know it kind of started going into different phases like all right now i'm gonna try to write like a serious personal song and again it was not good but it was mm-hmm. like 
me kind of trying to be more legit with it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, and really, like, <clears throat> after I graduated from from after I graduated from high school, and then I went to college, and like that was the thing is I kind of had to like I couldn't really I wasn't really like playing shows around town. I was doing like high school talent shows and like yeah. little school events. Maybe I do like a set during like a school event. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But it wasn't like I was like rocking like lineups at like yeah. dive bars or anything like yeah, that. The yeah, the Metrodome. Or- yeah, so but I was like putting work in just like making, you know, like I said, music at my house, um, learning how to rap really, mm-hmm. just absorbing as much hip hop as I could. Like me and my brother were like just fanatical about just like seeking out hip hop. Like buying albums, going to Cheapo and mm. and Best Buy, and just buying up CDs, and then like because like I said, Napster and all that, we were just downloading constantly and finding yeah. albums and albums that were out of print that you couldn't buy, and we'd find in like zip files of those, and like just really just like, embracing it as much as possible. And like I first kind of like heard about like local hip hop when I was sixteen. Um, my friend <clears throat> in high school asked me if I'd heard of this group called Atmosphere. Who? <laughs> and uh, and like during like a school trip, we were like on this long bus ride, and like he he like had a copy of Lucy Ford. So like that was my mm. first like kind of introduction to Atmosphere. And then like, um, and I wasn't even like didn't think it. I wasn't like super into it or not super into. It. I was just like, oh, this is interesting because I just wasn't used to like it was just like a new thing, whatever. Right. And then later that same year, my brother got a copy of God Loves Ugly. And that's when I really started to get into atmosphere. And then, like, you know, and then I started getting another local artist like Brother Ali and Idea and Abilities and, you know, POS. And, um, and, and like, the first hip-hop show, really just, like, the first real show I kind of really went to was um, um, when I was 17 years old. My brother and me went to go see Brother Ali and Immortal Technique at First Avenue Ooh. back in so, so yeah, 2004. I was like 17 years old, um, and then I think my second local show was Atmosphere show, like the following year. Um, so yeah, like those, like back in those days, like yeah, like my extent of my local. I mean, it wasn't even like I was like checking out, you know, like the under underground artists. Yeah. It was more just like sort of like the bigger local acts. Like I said, like an Atmosphere, Brother yeah. Ali. Doom tree, uh, you know that kind of stuff. So, um, but then I, I remember I, I think my senior year I went w- with my friend and I I saw um, I saw Carnage the Executioner at okay, Triple Rock. Crazy. He was opening for Mr. Dibs. Nice. Um, and so, so yeah, so I was slowly kind of starting to like learn about different names around town and like also my senior year is when MySpace kind of first came out. So mm-hmm. when I got that, it was like oh I can start uploading my music to like the internet now, which is cool. Right and like starting to kind of learn names and like getting friend requests from people in the scene. Like I said, like I maybe would send a message to them like, "Oh, this is a cool song" or whatever. Like, so those are just like the very early days of it. And I kind of just kept writing, getting better at rapping and writing, and, yeah. and like I said, playing around with this music program and making beats on it. And um, and still had just a lot of responsibilities with like school. And like I went to the U of M after I graduated from high school and. Um, you know, really wasn't able to really get out into the scene the way I would have wanted to just because I had to keep focusing on school and mm-hmm. there's a lot going on. Like I had a day job at that point and like so really once I graduated um, or, or right before I graduated from college in 2009 um, I was at a place where I felt like I was a better rapper. I made like a mixtape over like a bunch of like industry beats, like just classic beats. And so I made like a 30 track mix or was well, 37 tracks, but like seven, seven were like, um, just little like soundbite skits from like TV shows. And then, so it was like 30 songs. That's like, and and a lot of it was just me, you know, rapping like a 32 bar verse over like an old, you know, like Dr. Dre beat or something like, right. So, so they were like short tracks. Um, for the most part and then put that out like a couple months before i graduated from the u of m just put it up online got a good response from people um and so at that point it was like all right now i'm done with school i got some music i actually feel pretty decent about i feel like i've come a long way as a rapper and once i graduated from high school it was like all right now let me or not or i'm sorry once i graduated from college in 2009 it was like let me figure out kind of more how to actually get out into the scene you know i, I started buying like um 
or even before I recorded the mixtape, like I bought like real recording equipment. Didn't know even know how to use it right. So like maybe had like the settings off and it wasn't per- particularly well mixed. But yeah. like it sounded better than I was when I was recording on like my parents' computer yeah, yeah, microphone right. <laughs> or whatever. So, um, you know, it was just kind of getting more savvy. And then um, I can swear right on this show. We'll cut it out. Okay, you'll cut it out. All right, good. Good to know. Should have told me that beforehand. Nah, you just bleep it. Normally at the beginning of the show, we read off the thing. The FCC, but since right? we're pre-recording I it, thought this was like did, a... You didn't hear the, the yeah, warning. Yeah, yeah. We're normally I thought, like... I thought this was like a... Uh, podcast. Like a, or just like an internet type of show more so. Mm. This one's on... This one's throughout the Frogtown neighborhood. Like so on physical oh, okay. radio so, so you are bound by FCC regulations. Yes. Yeah, we okay. can't have any of well, the, my uh, apologies, the little yeah, ears. It'll, it'll just be like a ish. Just bleep it. Yeah, it'll sound edgy. Um, but yeah, so when I got done with, um, yeah, like I said, when I got done with college, it was like, let me kind of figure out how to like get some shows, like real shows. Let me figure out how to like, I wanted to start like recording like a proper album and, and whatnot. Um, and so, um, the first like real show in the scene that I did, um, I got booked at the the whole music club at the U of M um, because I had just graduated. So that was like February 2010. Were you going by Christopher Michael? Christopher Michael. I started going by my real name like when I was like 15. That's Um, cool. Or like 15, 16. So like, yeah, like I kind of just decided to go by my full real name. I was like, that way I'll people type it in Google, like see me like they don't have to think, oh, you're Christopher Michael Jensen. You're so-and-so like, no, it's just me. Um, Makes sense. So it just, yeah, it kind of cleared up confusion. Um, but um, so I got booked at the whole, I played the whole, because um, I think I just sent them like an email, like, hey, I'm an alumni now. And I, I think they had like a submission form on their website. Anyway, and um, they, so they reached out to me and, and I got, I played with big quarters. Oh, um, cool. Who were, you know, obviously hip hop vets of the scene. And so that was really cool that like my first like real show was with like a, a really Real dope act, and, and then the group Duende, um, who was starting to, um, and they, I think they played Soundset like the following year, and Crazy. Um, so, yeah, no, so it was, um, and from there it was like then I, I most of my album was was like I had started kind of getting some beats from like a few people I knew and and. Um, I pressed up like my first like real album that was like pressed up and I got like in some stores and it was on iTunes and all that and like um, you know I did a release show for that at like the small dive bar that actually isn't even there anymore um, or it's had a different name now Big V's in St. Paul oh yeah and uh, cause I didn't know how you know I was hitting up venues and not really knowing like how to really even like Wendy, how far in advance you have to book a show? Like yeah. I was just hitting up a bunch of venues, and I had gone to a show there recently, and they were like the one that hit me back. So um, after that, and I, I was just starting to meet some people in the scene that kind of, you know, help put some initial shows together, or like if we needed like whatever the small budget was for the show, like I kind of helped out with that just to kind of like try to like um, chip in with them on things just to make things happen, and mm-hmm. um, you know, and like help cover like promotion costs and things like that and and so 2010 was really when i started to kind of like get out there in a real way and meet people and network more and um and then pretty much from like 2011 after like it was kind of my goal like let me try to play at least one show a month um you know if i can do any more than that that's great but let me try to do at least one show a month I tried to start like booking it like every time I would like send a booking email out like I would try to maybe book it like a different venue so I could just kind of develop like relationships around town at different venues mm-hmm. kind of see what works what didn't whatever and um and yeah I just like just kept doing that kept meeting people and like by the summer of 2011 I kind of like got into this like group of people um that we called rap fam um that was like um yeah because also at this time i was going to the open mic at fifth element like mm-hmm. every week every month and meeting a lot of people there and and um and so a lot of people through that um like i said we kind of started getting together and just like having like get togethers at people's houses and like doing like freestyle ciphers and like yeah. we, we called this group of people rap fam because there's this girl that was in the group um named jesse hermanson 
who was like putting together like these like mixtapes of just like local artists and we'd like put them up on Bandcamp and then like burn them and give them out at shows and um, and so they were called like the Rap Fam Volume One, Volume Two. Nice. So we kind of just called like this loose knit collective of people Rap Fam. Um, and you know, as we were meeting people, they kind of came on board with that. And it wasn't like an official, you know, quote unquote group. It was just kind of like a loose collective of people. And we would like have a lot of shows together. Um, and you know, like that kind of group of people was like me and acronym, um, like Dem Atlas, um, uh, Lifted Minds, um, Zach HB. Um, you know, just a bunch of different rappers, uh, like Ice God the MacGyver. He wasn't nice. going by that at that time. But just there were people that we started meeting over, like, from summer of 2011 into the next year, like, every few months. You know, maybe there's new people we were meeting, and they were kind of, like, hanging out with us. And we were, like, constantly, like, partying and doing freestyle ciphers and throwing shows. And it was just kind of like this domino effect of, like, that's when, like, things really kind of started, like doing a show every month in the scene like my goal like i said was not hard anymore yeah and like i think i did a sh at least one show and sometimes as many as like five six seven shows on a good month um pretty much through like 2016 like it was just go 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 and then um you know so i mean i've been pretty much once i graduated from college and then like 2010 to now it's just been like i was like i'm done with college let me just try to focus on the music scene meet as many people as i can collaborate with as many people network try to figure out how to throw shows work on music like just doing all that constantly because i knew like you know who am i like i gotta like, establish myself and build the connections because um, I wasn't like expecting somebody to put me on or give me opportunities. Like I was thankful. Like as you start meeting people, like you know, you get opportunities and you build with people, and then certain things you do, you know, and then you meet someone, and then that creates opportunities and developing relationships with venues, and you know, but, so all that kind of stuff. So that a lot of that it just kind of brought me to you know over time just doing more and more stuff. Um, and so I've been really like thankful to kind of have what I have now, like whatever footing. Um, recognition that I have in the scene just from like working really hard and just like throwing myself into it as much as I possibly can so that was a really long answer for what you asked me at the beginning by the no, way that was like, perfect man yeah, that's, yeah. that's the truth that's how we got <laughs> that's how we got to right here for sure uh, ladies and gentlemen this is CMJ you're listening to local vibes we're gonna pepper in a little music for you by CMJ you brought a few tracks with you what would you like to play first you know what why don't we just start it off with the first song um i have an ep coming out um on on uh, friday june 28th that i'll be doing a release party for at day block uh the ep's called joy void destroy and uh the first song on the on the ep is called microphone check well, this yeah. is microphone check on local vibes Keep living and keep going. I keep spitting and keep flowing. Keep breathing and keep looking. I keep dreaming and keep pushing. Microphone check one two one two. I said microphone check one two one two. Testing, yo, I'm ready. And you, well, if you're ready, then I'm ready to groove. I'm just looking for my inner peace in a seat, scribbling emotions over symphonies from infinity. And infinities, how many possibilities that I could live to see manifest here literally. I'm like a mix between Chuck D and Chun Lee, using knowledge to fight battles and succeed. The next successor this business is grade seven. Yes, and the last name's Jensen, not Jetson, but I am the future like Elroy. Rapping till I'm red in the face like Hellboy. Carry a legacy like luggage to a bellboy and shoulder that responsibility on my deltoids. An aspiration of ascertaining the accolades and gaining press coverage in love with the public's affirmation and obsession with getting it and I have to make it. Ain't succumbing to a dry spell, no evaporation. So I rinse my hands while I soak my feet. Die 
diving in head first, man. And I don't believe in astrology, but I'm probably a Gemini. Outcasted from the masses, trying to rectify all my shortcomings as I fall down like a thwomp. Cause these worries got me bogged down like a swamp. Times of the essence stressing as the clock's ticking. Now I'm picking up the story, writing as the plot thickens. Keep living and keep going. I keep spitting and keep flowing. Keep breathing and keep looking. I keep dreaming and keep pushing. Microphone check one, two, one, two. I said microphone check one, two, one, two. Testing, yo, I'm ready. You, well, if you're ready, then I'm ready to groove. I had that lyrical combustion, songs like butane Found meaning underground, then I went and made two tapes I'm CM Cool J, told you it's a new age Crafted an EP to ignite a few flames Cause things are different since I started this Had to find the fire to get the spark again like an arsonist I'm an artisan who's building like some architects But never fuck with the fake, nor the artifice So a mansion and a chandelier I just wanna try to save the world like a planeteer Yeah, I got heart like my tea With enough moxie to make moves at mock speed Cause I'm way ahead of your sound I got thermal verbals since a juvenile 400 degree inferno Top of the thermometer, the rest turn cold While I'm getting rough and rugged as a dirt road I'm like a gerbil to these rappers round I'm running circles and styling on them like an animal The fur coat, I'm in murk mode I'm Angela Merkel leading everything first place since the first note of the world the words flow through wormholes but when worse comes to worse though I just work more I came to rain in Minnesota like I'm purple with lines so sick germaphobes hate my journals <laughs> keep living and keep going I keep spitting and keep flowing keep breathing and keep looking I keep dreaming and keep pushing microphone check one two one two I said microphone Check one, two, one, two. Testing, yo, I'm ready. You, well, if you're ready, then I'm ready to crew. Oh, we're back. That was Microphone Check by Christopher Michael Jensen off of his upcoming EP. What was that titled again? Joy, Joy Void Destroy EP. Nice. Joy Void Destroy. I've already thought of it like a million different ways in my head, but the way I think of it is like you've got a void of joy and you're about to destroy it. <laughs> We'll talk about that project here in a little bit, but who or what has been the biggest artistic inspiration for you since, what, 2000? 2000, 2000, yeah. I mean, well, like that year, I remember 2000 was like, at that time, like Eminem just was like coming out with like the Marshall Mathers LP, Mm -hmm. Um, big Eminem fan. Like, um, this is also like when like, you know, B96, if you guys remember that. Oh, yeah. That came out oh, yeah. that same summer. So, like, that year, it was, like, I was getting into hip-hop. And then we had, like, this new hip-hop station that was, like, blowing up. And, like, so, I mean, I was, you know, listening to, like, Jay-Z and yeah. Outkast. Yeah. And, um, you know, like, the following year, I got really into, like, Wu-Tang Clan. And, mm, um, nice. and then, you know, like, you know, and then I started getting into a lot of underground stuff. Like, I mean, local stuff. Like, I would say, like, Atmosphere, Brother Ali. Um, you know, I started getting, like, MF Doom and, like, Jedi Mind Tricks and nice. Demigods and um, Nonfiction. And um, you know, I got, like, really into, like, Biggie and Nas and, um, like, Mob Deep. I mean, there was just so many artists. Yeah, like I said, like, on. I just kind of started just, like, like I said, like, just delving into it super deep and like like I was saying like we were going to record stores like my brother knew oh yeah have you checked out this album like you know I was just buying up albums downloading songs and albums um I mean yeah it was just like we just, I was just like an obsessive with hip hop and That's just trying awesome. to like get as much of it as I could like different styles different sounds like yeah shout out the brother connection man that's cool that you guys uh hell yeah it's a good you know and I think it's oh, really, yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah, yeah. I think it's really important that you know 
I mean, people forget, and especially musical artists forget that even listening to a song, that's studying, basically. It's studying to get exposed to those different styles, those different, you know, musical niches. Because, like, my, 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 like, art, artistry, you know, like, it's like the product of absorbing a lot of different kinds. I mean, not even just hip hop, but, like, you know, like, because around, I mean, especially around like 2005, I think that's when I, or 2004 for Christmas, I think is when I got my first iPod. Mm. So at that point, it was like, then you can just bring everything with you everywhere you go. Everywhere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like at that point, it was like when I was walking around campus at the U of M during college, it was like just constantly listening to music, um, you know, and just so many albums of like indie rock bands mm-hmm. and because I just had everything on my iPod it, when it was like I ripped every CD I had or that my brother had onto my into iTunes um, just downloading albums throwing them, and so then everything I just had everything so it was like you know bands like Nirvana and the Smashing Pumpkins and like a super like you know Death Cab for Cutie and Postal yeah. Service and um, just a lot of music just in general um, and so <clears throat> like a lot of that you know different sounds i mean that and i was i was talking about this in um the other day like with somebody like a big appeal about hip-hop to me was like that there was really no constraints in terms of like the sounds that could be incorporated because like since you could sample anything really and like make it into a beat you know you would have people's albums that like maybe one song was like sampling like rock and another song was sampling like electronic music or like brazilian music or like you know weird like a video game or something like you could just drop from anything and so that was really appealing because i felt like there was no limit in terms of like the soundscapes of it and then in terms of like rapping you could put so many words in a rap song um in a way that you wouldn't necessarily do on like other genres of music that like it opened it up to just talking about so many things or you could reference so many things Mm and um there was just so many different ways to go with it and then like since I was exposed to so many different kinds of artists, like, you know, like socially conscious MCs or like, you know, more like street gangster rap oriented types of artists yeah. or like horrorcore or, um, you know, like nerdcore or, uh, you know, like backpacker. I mean, there were just so many different kinds of rap that I loved that like. You know what I mean? Like, I never felt like, oh, well, to be a rapper, you just have to fit this mold of person or or style or whatever I was like like you could get into it and embrace who you were and like tell your story um and be authentic to yourself and you know as long as you respect hip-hop and what it is and put your spin on it like the sky's the limit really so Mm -hmm. um yeah I mean so I mean yeah it's it's that, that's the thing is like to come to where I am now like with just the history that I've absorbed over the years and to like get to do the things that I do now like it's just it's been like a really long fulfilling journey now where I am yeah so that's shout out a, all the influences yeah shout out on the influences would you say that a lot of that diversity a lot of that um uh not resilience Diversity, we'll say. Do you think that does it? Does Joy Void and Destroy keep the same vibe throughout, or does it? Is it intricate? Is it? I mean, whenever I make projects, or even like you know, when I'm putting together like a set list for a show, like, like I I like to kind of like go on like kind of like different vibes of like you know you'll see some artists and maybe their whole sets just like turn up yeah turn up song turn up song you'll see maybe another artist and it's all very serious kind of downbeat music Mm -hmm. i like to kind of maybe you have a hype song but then you go and kind of like a solemn like ballady type of song but then maybe you have like a introspect i mean just you know what i mean like there's like a dancey song and then like super serious song but maybe like a silly song like there's different things that i want like the the person listening to like the project or seeing me live like to get all these different like sort of ebbs and flows and 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 like really take them on like a journey like have like different dynamics in in from track to track where you're kind of getting a full picture of what i'm trying to lay out and not just like one facet one facet one vibe the whole way through so 
Like on Joy Boy Destroy, for instance, like, you know, I have like some songs that are like very political. I have some songs that are kind of lighthearted. I have some songs that are like very introspective. So like there's different things that I'm going through or thinking about or different emotions that I'm having. And I try to like put it all on the project from song to song, like sometimes even in the same song. So you, you just, like I just try to keep it interesting that way. Well, let's pop another one of those tracks on here. You want to do the second track or uh, one uh, of those so, four? Yeah, well, we just played Microphone Check. I made a yep. lyric video for that that's out. That was the first track I dropped. Um, then the second track I dropped from the EP, I made another lyric video for you can see online. And it's a, it's a political track. This song is called Cold Day in Hell. On Local Vibes. Police kill the innocent Cause they have an irrational black fear So a pig like black meal This is a nation based on immigration That still will try to vilify attempts at integration Intimidation, trivializing tribulations Tear apart families and stick up with stipulations Some hide in churches living in the basement So ICE agents don't raid them and then displace them some are privy to privilege of pigmentation That comes when you're white and they lighten the litigation They fertilize minds, plant misinformation And normalize lies by constant reiteration Hilarious narratives inserted in the teleprompter Tell another through manufactured melodrama Cause it's a cold day in hell again Unsettling, feel it in your skeleton so look alive, look alive, there's a war going on outside, nowhere to hide, I'm waking up to this cold day in hell again, unsettling, feel it in your skeleton. So look alive, look alive, there's a war going on outside, who will survive? Boom, we're back. Bow wow. 
<laughs> Bow Wow, that was Cold Day in Hell off Christopher Michael Jensen's upcoming project, Joy Void Destroy. So, CMJ, moon landing, real or fake? Oh, Uh-oh. man. Oof. It's time for the rap attack, baby. Oh. This is uh, the little part of the show where we surprise you with a beat. And then you have to rest. Hey, all right, I'm with it. I'm with it. Uh, uh, uh. Yo. Gonna get going right. Yo, it's CMJ, I'm on local vibes You want me to freestyle, I got them vocal rhymes Hey, I heard you barking like some dogs I'm about to slam it like pogs Remember that game back in the 90s Coming up on the microphone with these rhyme schemes Yeah, you know it's Frogtown Yeah, that's how it's going down all around the town and you can listen in cmj you know i'm about to spit some phlegm on the mic on this table i'm all about the truth it's not a fable you should come out to my show on june 28th hey it's gonna be great yeah and the date is on a friday come around and do it my way hi hey those are both greetings Come to the show and hear me sing and hear me rap. Yeah, a lot of words. Shh, it's gonna be fly like birds, almost cussed, but I didn't. I had to cut myself off. You'd probably cut me off if I did. You'd probably have to censor it. This is a nice place. When I was entering, I looked around at the walls and the things you got up like this thing on the speaker. I don't know, man, I'm just rambling. Eating up the mic like a sandwich It's Christopher Michael Jensen And we're on the radio right now Is it depressing that I'm still rhyming Or maybe it's making you happy Yeah, i do it all gladly (laughs) That was great, man That was was really cool Very talented freestyle uh, MC We've had a lot of people in here And uh, that was cool Thank CMJ you. killing it on local vibe. Shout out to the Sundogs. Hey, we made this beat. Um, we were talking a little bit about the ebbs and flows of the project. Are there any other vocal collaborations on the project, or is it just just you? Nah, it's just me. Um, you know, there's a um, some like lines on song, like kind of uncredited, like just people doing like like one line or something here and there like but it's it's you know this is actually the first project i've done really in um actually since that 2009 mixtape that it's just been me um and even the production on it um i did uh the producer uh, a guy named infinity suite Mm. Um, some people might know from um his group mood era this group um neon black with uh uh, Zeus James um, and he also has produced for a lot of other artists around town um, really talented dude um, so and yeah this is the first project I've ever done with just one producer because a lot of times I'll get different producers in the mix that I know and I just when I was making this project I kind of wanted to try something different where maybe just maybe rather than doing like a full 13, 15, 16 track album maybe do something a little bit more succinct um, and I'd never done like a solo EP before, so I was like, all right, that'd be something different for me to do. Um, and it kind of allowed me to get the music done quicker that I could put it out, so I don't have to wait as long to put it out. Um, and then also when I was like meeting up with him initially, I didn't even know if that was what I was going to do. And he just had so much dope production and beats mm-hmm. and instrumentals that it was like, yo, I think we can just make like a pro- whole project together. So that's awesome. That once we down. started, yeah, once we started getting into it, like it was moving fast and then. Um, you know, I was just writing to beats and then we'd refine them around what I was writing. And he's just like a really imaginative, um, diverse producer and what he can do. So, you know, you hear a lot of that on the project. Like it, it turned out really dope. Shout out for sure. Um, and I'm sure just eliminating the variable of having multiple producers, you know what I'm saying? Like you're saying, we kind of, you kind of streamlined it. Once you mm-hmm. got the ball rolling, you were both really comfortable with each other's styles and that's uh something that you yeah. don't find especially locally 
You know what I mean? That coincidental partnership. Well, yeah, because I was a fan of his production. I mean, I, I, I first I even ever heard of him was when I, I did a show um, with Neon Black a handful of years ago, and he was just so dope, and I just became like an instant fan after that, and just hearing their projects since then, and um, and so like yeah, like I just wanted to make some music with him, so it's dope that we got to make a whole project together. That's so cool. Very cool. Very lucky. Shout out uh, Neon Black and shout out Infinity, Infinity Suite. Sweet. Infinity Suite. Uh, it will June 28th be the next time the Twin Cities can see you perform. Or are you doing a small set at Local Dope? Or I, I, I do have. Um, I'm actually going to be playing my. Like we were just talking about acronym. Um, I'm going to be playing with him uh, Tuesday at Honey. Nice. Summer school. For yeah, for his summer school residency, awesome. and that's also his birthday show. Oh, and we were just talking show. about rap fam actually because like the lineup on that too is almost like a throwback to like 2011 because like Andre Marriott was another dude that was part of like the whole kind of collective and like awesome. he's doing a beat set at that show Akron's <laughs> gonna be playing Lifted Minds is gonna be playing I'm gonna be playing so um, and then Nucky's also gonna be performing at that show so yeah it's gonna be dope Tuesday Honey Tuesday uh, uh, June 18th at Honey uh, come out and then um and then, of course, you talk about local dope-ish. Yeah. Um, the the uh, monthly showcase that me and Uncle T put on every... Yeah, tell us about the formation month. of that, actually. Yeah, so local dope-ish um, is a showcase that... Uh, we're talking about Uncle T, uh, Tori Johnson. She put together uh, or, or started last year. Uh, January 2018 was the first one and um, I remember before she even did that and I didn't even really know her like we had talked very briefly in passing like at the open mic at Fifth Element but um, she was putting it together and I don't think she'd even really put a show together before and so she kind of wanted like some pointers or just some ideas of like what what to do how to structure things or whatever so Mm -hmm. I think somebody said that she should hit me up and so we got like together like a coffee shop and um you know, I kind of explained some things or gave her some suggestions or whatever. And then, um, and I'd never even been to CanCan when I didn't even really know what it was. And then, um, so like I went out to the show when she did it. And I, I was like, when I got there, I was like, oh, this is a crazy place. CanCan Wonderland, you guys know. Yeah. Um, and there's like a lot of people there at that show. So um, I was really impressed. Just like, oh, wow, this, this girl got this really dope thing and a dope lineup and good vibes and there's a lot of people there and so like um and it was so successful that then she it got turned into like a monthly um because i think it was initially it was supposed to be like a one-off show and it just went so well that the venue was like yeah you should do a monthly so um the second local dope ish um i got books for and played on the lineup and mm. then um and then i just i i think i went to i went to most of them that she did after that there's a couple i i didn't get to get out to mm-hmm. but um and it, and it just kept going really well. And then, so, you know, she was sometimes messaging me, asking me for, like, suggestions if I knew some people that she should maybe hit up. And I was kind of, like, helping her with that. And then at a certain point, she was just like, yo, do you want to just come on board and, like, host this with me every month full time? Nice. Help, help me curate it. And I, I was into it. So we started doing that together as, like, a team um, starting in September of 2018. So about eight months into it. Um, and then we've been doing it ever since. So we're coming up now on a year doing it together. Um, but, but it's been going the event now for almost like a year and a half. So, mm-hmm. That's awesome. um, yeah, we, uh, and, and so we actually, you're asking about shows that are coming up. So after the show with acronym on, on Tuesday. June, June 22nd, Saturday, June 22nd at Can Can Wonderland, we're going to be doing, um, a fundraiser show for local dope ish and um we're gonna have merch for the first time available people can get t-shirts we're gonna have wristbands um stickers for free um and we're just raising money for the merch and just to kind of help cover promotional costs for for the showcase going forward and um we got a really dope lineup for that so yeah we're gonna be hosting but doing some songs also and and we also do like an open mic every month at that at the end of the night for people that um you know want to come out and just do like a song so if anybody out there wants to come through sign up um usually happens around midnight ish um um but yeah we do it at can can wonderland now every fourth saturday of the month um five dollar event so yeah june 22nd is the next one 
That'll be sweet. Absolutely. So those are the two times, and then and then after that will be the big the release big show, show man. Um, joy release party Boy. for my destroy. Yeah, for my new EP. Um, and I got I, I started working on the EP like April of like 2018. So it's been like a little over a year now since um Perfect. started working on it. So I'm glad that's finally done. I can finally share it with people. Um, gonna have physical copies there. That's gonna be at Day Block in uh, Minneapolis. Um, Dayblock Brewing Company. Um, right up Washington there? Yeah, I'll, I'll be performing a whole set at that. Or I'll be performing the whole project, actually. Oh, really? All the songs right. from it, from front <laughs> to back. Because, um, yeah, there's seven songs on the EP. Um, I can just run down the lineup here. Yeah, we that got, sounds good. Who else we got playing? We got, so yeah, because I'll be headlining. We got my man Ice God, the MacGyver, will be hosting the proceedings. Uh, Infinity Suite, who produced the project, he's going to be doing a little beat set. Um, and then his group Neon Black is going to be playing. We got Goop City. We got Vinnie Crooks. We got my dude Nickel Nelly, uh, Reed Benjamin, mm. uh, Panache, oh, and Uncle T. We'll be rocking a set at that. Hey, so That's a um, golden lineup, people. So Friday, June 28th, Day Block. Doors are at 9 p.m. You can get tickets early for $7 online. You can also get them at Fifth Element in the store. And then they're just $10 at the door, 21 plus. And like I said, I'm going to have physical copies of the CDs there for people to purchase as well. So it's going to be a super dope party Friday, June 28th. Definitely hope people come out. Let's get another taste, another sneak peek oh, of yeah. a track off of that project. So I dropped another, um, the third song I dropped from the project. And there's actually a, a, like a full-fledged music video for this that hey. got a lot of attention, which was dope. Um for a song called A Purpose to Find. A Purpose to Find here on Local Vibes. Full of exhaust like car fumes When weary living's leery Look for light with dark looms Fishing for hope and harping on it with harpoons But months get long and drawn out like cartoons Painstaking like making claymation The stop and go life these days I ain't patient I think I got issues with defining happiness Has existing in the things that haven't happened yet Follow photos of old friends and Facebook feeds Married homeowners posing with children living their dreams Well light years apart if looking at comparisons Can't get my together Embarrassing. I'm single 30 something working in a warehouse Keeping to myself all day and tearing my hair out Making medical study money injected with the drug Giving blood in a laboratory in a cup Check to check, checking amounts and bank accounts Financial failures, fighting for funds, fading out No riches in music unless you're making major hits Selling CDs, going the same way as laser discs. Creating success ain't based on creativeness Craziness the way we raise a fist just to make it limp Haven't said a prayer since I became an atheist Conversating with myself to maybe make some sense You know, cause Like sometimes it's just hard And doesn't ever feel like it's gonna come together But If there's a will, there's a way There's a path, there's a door There's a spot, there's a place there's a will, there's a way, there's a breath, there's a peace, there's a world that can change. There's a will, there's a way, there's a chance, there's a shot, there's a gleam, there's a flame. There's a will, there's a way, there's a purpose to find and a song to be sang. In me, I fill with comfort foods And it goes way past the point of when hunger soothes Sharp sadness in my abdomen like puncture wounds So my fat cranium's creasing a feather pillow With urges to roll up in a ball like an armadillo Sheltered in sheets, I grab a hold of my knees Anxiety turned anger heated like macaroni and cheese 
glued to the news like Elmer's America's divided with sparks flying like welders Lying legislators passing measures Screwing things up, so depressing Never feeling like I'm doing enough To fight back against these garbage politicians I mean, I'm supposed to be an artist on a mission But capitalism got me racing trying to get by Counting out my hours looking where I can invest time Ambitions constricted by conditions Constructing our addictions to things that make us victims People around me going nuts Choking up towels soaked in blood from self-harm Their arms are showing cuts Hearts broken, a busted disgust throwing up Teardrops and vomit swirl as toilet bowls are flushed It's like your goals are just going down the drain pipe And your shine gets reduced to a brake light But if there's a will, there's a way There's a path, there's a door, there's a spot, there's a place if there's a will, there's a way, there's a breath, there's a peace, there's a world that can change. If there's a will, there's a way, there's a chance, there's a shot, there's a gleam, there's a flame. If there's a will, there's a way, there's a purpose to find and a song to be sang. Baby, baby, welcome back <laughs> to Local Vibes. That was another fire song by CMJ, Christopher yes, Michael Jensen. We've got him in the studio. He is standing beneath our local artist spotlight this week. Sitting beneath it. Sitting right. beneath. He is not standing. You can't see there if you're listening at home. He is here beneath. That was another yeah. track off of Joy, Void, Destroy. That EP is coming out on the 28th. 28th, like we were saying, release party for it. And the show on the 28th. Yeah, there'll be physical copies at the show. I'm um, gonna be getting it in some stores as well, nice. and then you can get it. Um, well, it'll be yeah, it'll be on all like the major like streaming sites like Spotify and Tidal and and uh, Apple Music, and Napster. It'll be on Bandcamp, all that. Yeah, yeah. I wish that was our next question, but uh, <laughs> LimeWire. Yeah, it's like how do you get <laughs> how do you get your music on stuff? Um, what's your, you got it. What's your biggest piece of advice to local artists, to upcoming artists? So what's something that you could have told young CMJ back in 2007? 2007? Or 2008, 2009, when it started taking off? Um, well... Well, and it's kind of like a tie into that. I mean, like I was talking about like the Fifth Element open mic. Um, mm-hmm. That was one of the things that I went to for years. And I know a lot of artists came up on that just like in terms of like getting in front of people and like, um, you know, going to things like that is a good way to like network with people, you know, because that's I mean, that's not the only open mic around, but like just things like that where you just can go out with other like minded people and make connections and just kind of get like a little footing at least. Um, you know, I, I've actually been fortunate because I went to that for so long that, you know, I got to the position where I was like now I host it every month. Um, that's that's every first Wednesday of the month for anybody that wants to come out to that. We do that at Fifth Element Uptown. Free all ages. Free all ages. Um, and so that's a great place just to come and, um, like I said, just network with people. You know, kind of if you're a little shaky about performing, kind of get the jitters out um, and like, you know, just kind of get over some if you have like performance anxiety or whatever like um it's definitely a good place and like honestly really like you know there's a lot of artists i know that i i mean and i get it on the one hand where like you know you you just want to start making music and just that's all they do is they just sit in their house make music all day um which is you know dope you gotta like hone your craft and get better but like that's like a small part of it if you're really trying to make it like you know your career quote unquote you know what i'm saying like you know for some people i think music is just a hobby and like that's cool too like if that's all you want to do it with it and you know but it's like it's got to be more than just you're making a dope song and then you put it up on soundcloud and then that's the end of it you know what i'm saying so um like you know yeah make the dope songs get them out there but like 
then you gotta get out there in the real world and like meet people mm -hmm. and like establish connections um focus and, on the the submerged part of the yeah iceberg. and like like just get into the scene and start meeting people and i mean as far as online too i mean yeah like you know send a friend request to artists around town like get to know people like kind of learn about what's going on go to other people's shows and support them and check them out and like you know a, a lot of people that i you know because i because i i've been fortunate like over the years like i've i've thrown so many shows now like you know i meet so many artists like i try to get a lot of artists on events and kind of give them opportunities when i can and like you know a lot of the artists that i get involved with things that i do are people that i know are like good people that i see out at things like that are hungry um you know really working hard and or, mm -hmm. or or even people that like maybe maybe they, they're not as out there in the scene yet but they're kind of i can kind of tell they're trying to get out there more like, you know, i yeah. see them at the open mic i see them kind of coming to shows a little bit like where you know and and then for a lot of those people it's like you gotta pay but you gotta pay your dues and and kind of like work your way up so mm -hmm. like what i would definitely encourage a lot of people to do is like if you're like an artist that you know you're really passionate about making music and, and you want to start performing and you really want to make this like you know your career like your life like um try to do as much as you can for yourself and be like as self-sufficient as you can you know it, if you're trying to play at venues you know go on venues websites and look up who you get like there's always or usually there's a booking email address um you know you usually got to hit them up don't if you're trying to play a show not you know don't be like oh i want to play a show in three weeks i'll set them up you got to hit them up like three four months mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like you got to really try to think long term and far in advance and plot moves out so like if you're trying to do a show send an email try to be as professional as you can as as humble as you can you know and sometimes you won't get a response back sometimes if you do get a response back maybe they turn you down or 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 they might offer you something that's not what you want like you got to kind of be willing to take what you can get when mm -hmm. you start out and then just work your way up and and once you start but like once you start meeting people and kind of developing connections like and like i said and you're a good person and you're professional and you're like like i said you're humble and you like good things will happen for you like for me it was like once i started doing more and more things like eventually especially when i started getting around more and more people it was like a domino effect and like one opportunity led to the next and like you know a lot of times too there's you know you're not gonna make a lot of money especially starting out you know sometimes you're gonna lose a lot of money and i, I don't mean like like don't do like pay to play types of things but like you know you might lose money throwing a show where you know, you dump X amount of dollars into just taking out like a Facebook ad for it or making posters to hang around town or whatever. And then the show doesn't really make any money. Like sometimes you got to take that hit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, and there's smart ways to do it. And, and usually the more, you know, the more you get into it and the more you do, like you kind of learn as you go and you learn what makes sense, what doesn't make sense. Um, you know, a lot of times you're going to do shows for 10 people, but if you, really give it your all even in front of 10 people sometimes you make a connection at that 10 person event that leads to something much bigger you know what i'm saying so there's Precisely. a lot of things that you just really gotta kind of like i said like for people that are really trying to make it like their career or something that they're really serious about and want to like you know make it a thing that's like a long-term part of their life or whatever like you gotta just dive in start small and then just work hard take what you can get look for opportunities wherever they are you know um try to do things as, as organically as possible don't try to force things mm -hmm. don't be like spamming people's e you know what i mean you got to be you got to be real to people and you got to be um like i said courteous and professional and, and humble in what you do and not like don't have like a sense of entitlement don't Precise. think that anybody owes you anything because like yeah, nothing's gonna be handed to these you. like blogs and venues and other artists like they don't owe any of us anything you know what i'm saying a lot of these people have been working super hard and have been around for a lot longer than a lot of us and have their own thing going you know what i'm saying it's like who they decide to take a chance on or put on or like you know what i mean like that you can't necessarily control that like you just got to work as hard as you can and if you try to go down one lane and that doesn't work all right cool then you maybe hit another lane like if you try to send an email to somebody they don't hit you up all right cool hit up somebody else like you never know 
what other people are doing or what you know maybe emails fall through cracks maybe they got a lot going on maybe they meant to hit you back they didn't like you just gotta kind of like not let that bother you and trip you up because i see a lot of artists around town and they let that like they dwell on that or they mm-hmm. get bitter or whatever it them down yeah and you gotta like you just gotta keep it moving and like for the people that are really passionate about it and really stay at it and really like like i used to try to do like get at least a show a month like if you really try to have that kind of like persistence like i said long term things are I'm, i can almost guarantee you you're gonna start to at least chip away at, at getting to your goals you know what i'm saying like and you have to be realistic too you know you can't expect if you've been rapping for you know two months that you know next year you're going to be on the sound set stage you know what i'm saying like there's things like that like you got to be realistic mm-hmm. you got to kind of start building up what you're trying to do build up who you are get out there promote yourself but like i said be organic and real and and again i keep keep saying a professional and humble and work hard and keep honing your craft and like eventually yeah you will start making inroads but it's just a long grind process that I think sometimes people take for granted like it really it really is work but mm-hmm. it's like a fun i mean for me it's like i i sometimes there is days where i get like really weighted down or like maybe there's i don't feel like hanging up posters that day or whatever yeah. but like for the most part it's like doing music and performing for people and getting out there like is like a dream to me Literally. so like you know what I'm saying? So it's like it's a fun job, or it should be. If it's if it's not ever a fun job for you to do, then maybe you're in the wrong field. You know what I'm saying? Maybe maybe you should do something because I don't think it is for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, for some people it is like a hobby. So you know, and that's fine. But then you got to be realistic about like if if you're only trying to make it a, a certain thing, or there's certain things that you're just not willing to do, or maybe you can't do them because you have like a a kid or a, a full time job that you just need them. You know, like if there's certain sacrifices you can't make, then you have to kind of be realistic about like what that is going to mean for what your you know music career trajectory um exactly so yeah that was it's a lot of good advice yeah i just think people got to be realistic and just you know you kind of get out of it what you put in i mean a lot of it really is like it's kind of cliche but like that is true like it is really like you know and like i said there's some people that work super hard and then they don't get exactly what they think that they that work in. T- they, they, there's certain things that they do that I think that they think it equals X, Y, and Z, and it yeah. might not. But it might get you somewhere else, and maybe you do you go another route, and then that gets you to X, Y, Z. You know what I'm saying? So it's just um, you got to be willing to adapt and and kind of roll with the punches sometimes. And some, I mean, a lot of it's luck too. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. you just be in the right place, right time Precisely. leads to an opportunity, but then you got to kind of always have your head on a swivel, like looking for things, opportunities. Yeah, be more aware, more alert. Yeah. Almost. So it's, but the longer you do it, the easier it gets in, in a lot of ways, the, the more savvy you get with things, business things. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes like if you have anxiety, you know, the more you do it, you, you get more comfortable with things. So that's true. Yeah. But that's what I would say to people. So, just that. work hard and yeah, do, do all that. <laughs> That's coming straight from the Hancho himself, Christopher CMJ. Michael Jensen, CMJ. That's what's up, man. We really appreciate you doing this interview. Yo, I thank you again for having me. For real. Yeah, we've got. Do we got one more? We song got set? one more song. Yeah. We'll, so this uh, is the latest song I, I dropped from uh, the project. I actually dropped this uh, last week. Um, nice. It's a, uh, another song off the EP. Um, once again, a produced by Infinity Suite. It's called Again and Again, and there's a music video out for this as well that I, uh, like I said, I just put out last week. So go on, you know, YouTube, type in CMJ Christopher Michael Jensen. Again and Again should pop up. Um, and uh, yeah, Again and Again. Watch that vid, but here and now on Local Vibes. All the vocal support. 
supporters Even those never were shows Cause the social disorder's a long time Since recording on my Paris computer To step in on stage with legends And a pair of my Pumas Doing tours cross country And heated up like the Congo Used to be an unknown name Like John Doe But I'm launching lyrics like a longbow So that I can blow up like a bomb In the belly of the Dongo Cause I don't wanna flop like a bad diver Put out of work like Uber and Lyft Did the cab drivers And start bitterly succumbing to misery in an industry that screws more people than Glenn Quagmire Need a place I can carve out and chisel High stakes and my mind stays riddled with riddles But I keep putting in time though Sniffing out all the things that count With my nose to grindstones Because I go again and again Making music again and again and again and again I go again and again Making music again and again Yo, you know I go again and again Making music again and again and again I go again and again, making music again and again Won't stop till I've written classics like Run DMC Or episodes of The Simpsons in season 3 A seasoned MC like I'm covered in paprika Ballers, put numbers on the boards like a math teacher But I majored in English so when the song's on I'm dropping grammar like I let go of your mom's mom that line was kinda funny like a rom-com And I got crowds cheering like they're waving pom-poms From Minnesota, saying things like bang-a-rang Banging on my chest like I was an orangutan Spent my life trying to make a name that's synonymous with hip-hop Like Dougie Fresh and Dana Dane My lyrics stay on fleek like outdated slang With greater flavor than the dipping sauce of Raisin Cane's I'll keep rapping until I'm passing And then CMJ goes M.I.A. like April Plains Because I go again and again making music again and again and again and again I go again and again making music again and again Yo, you know I go again and again making music again and again and again and again I go again and again making music again and again Even when distracted I'm glimpsing goals in my peripheral Never out of sight, it's pivotal to get to the pinnacle Keep my vision focused like LASIK to do whatever it takes to make it People used to clown me and doubt me and question my devotion Then I hushed them up like a payment from Michael Cohen What used to seem impossible become implausible Walking on the longest roads and hopping over obstacles Gained strength from angst and what was hurting me Slowly cutting out the adversity like a surgery Taking the bad and I'm making it good Cause there's a new day coming like Xavier Woods So I'ma celebrate and let the confetti pop Ready, go, never slow, green lights at every stop And keep on dropping cuts like when a machete chops So make sure you keep an eye out with Fetty Wap Because I go again and again making music Again and again and again and again I go again and again making music Again and again Yo, you know I go again and again making music Again and again and again and again I go again and again making music